I have chosen and consecrated this house as the Lord, that my name may be there forever. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and the oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, He said, Take these out of here, and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of Scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scriptures and the word Jesus had spoken. The Gospel of the Lord. People love to use terms of endearment when they talk about people that they love. For example, two people who are very much in love with each other may simply call each other, my love. That's a term of endearment. You may have heard people call their loved ones, sweetheart, or honey, or sugar. In Spanish, The terms of endearment are even stronger and sometimes spiritual. For example, someone might say, Mi cielo, which means my heaven. Or, Mi corazón, which means my heart. Surprisingly, in Spanish, parents sometimes address their children as mommy or papi. (laughs) Since I have started playing tennis, I have also gotten a nickname. It is headless chicken, as in he's running around like a chicken with his head cut off. I'm not sure if that's a term of endearment or rather an insult, but it does describe accurately how I play tennis. In the scriptures today, for the dedication of the Lateran Basilica in Rome, we hear people referred to as the temple of God. For example, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, St. Paul talks to the Corinthians affectionately, saying, Do you not know that you are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwells in you? Even though St. Paul speaks with great love 
for the Corinthians, he is not using a typical term of endearment. Why not? Well, because terms of endearment only catch the corners of our characters, not our essence, not our soul and center. But when St. Paul tells the Corinthian Christians they are temples, he is not using a metaphor or an analogy, a term of endearment, but simply stating the truth of their deepest identity. They are truly and really temples of God because the Spirit of God dwells in them. We, this, we see this same deep truth again in the Gospel when Jesus says in John chapter 2, verse 19, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. He was speaking, of course, about his body that would be raised up in three days after its destruction on the cross. In other words, Jesus' body is the temple of God par excellence because the Holy Spirit dwells in him. By comparison to Christ, the great Jerusalem temple was merely a metaphor or an analogy. That is, the phrase temple of God would have been a term of endearment when it referred to the Jerusalem temple. In the same way, Christians who are other Christs are truly temples of God. And by comparison, our earthly church buildings, magnificent as they are, remain merely metaphors of temples. One of the greatest blessings of being the pastor of Immaculate Conception Church is celebrating the sacraments inside this beautiful building. For example, last Saturday I heard confessions in our little confessional boxes. Sunday I baptized Vivian Jane Mears in our baptismal font. Each day we gather for the celebration of the Eucharist around the altar. On Friday we will have the funeral mass for Mary Lynn Lawler. There is little doubt that the Spirit of God dwells inside these four walls, especially whenever the sacraments are celebrated. But do you know where the Holy Spirit seeks to reside even more than inside this great temple? You guessed it. Inside the temple that is you and me. And that is what we have to strive to see because it's not easy. When we hear babies crying in church, when we hear cell phones going off and distracting us, when we see people arriving late to Mass and leaving early after communion, when we see toddlers running around the church like chickens with their heads cut off, we must recall Paul's words to the Corinthians, Do you not know that you are temples of God? And do not forget Jesus' words. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. 
But the apostle and his master meant that the true temples are individual Christians. And this material building is only a temple metaphorically and secondarily. Someday, this magnificent church will be dust and ashes. But all the little headless chickens will be raised in glory. Praised be Jesus Christ.